Oh my god. Wait. You're not going to believe this. Somebody is selling the the full Molly set on eBay for $3,350. <gasps> and they're selling just the Molly doll for almost $500. I'm going to um, um, gonna need to maybe sell. I'm going to need to sell. Where the fuck is Felicity? Where the fuck is Felicity? Where is she? Everybody, Robin and I are on the American Girl doll website. Oh my god. And I think by now you probably know, Robin was a Felicity and I was a Molly. Mm Mm-hmm. As you may have guessed. And you may also be picking up what we're putting down. Neither of those dolls are for sale anymore. They've retired several of the dolls, and I'm fucking mad. Do you know what really boils my blood? What? Samantha's still on there. Of course she is. Of course she is. The worst. Kit's uh, still there, too. Which, like, yeah, of course she is. Um, Kristen. Kirsten? Kirsten is gone. Kirsten. Nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Christmas crown. Christmas crown, an undeniable classic. How yeah. could you get rid of that? Let me look up Kristen. How else are we going to know about a Christmas? It's literally how I found Kirsten. out about Christmas crowns. <laughs> okay, Kirsten, hold on. Why are they selling? They're selling these freakish mini dolls on the American Girl doll website that are supposed to be a doll for your doll. Like, they're selling this horrifying Twilight Zone-esque Molly doll that's like a tiny Molly that you're supposed to give to your America girl doll to be her doll. It's like, if you're Molly, aren't you like, oh my god, I'm trapped as an even smaller doll for a doll. Okay, Kristen is going for $1,800. Oh, somebody's trying $2,700. And that's with the Christmas crown. Wow, so Christmas crown. Who else is still in the archives? I think they got rid of... Oh, no. She's right there. Yeah, it seems like it really did hit the... the uh, Just Felicity, Kirsten, and Molly. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Samantha. Yeah. Samantha's not... like what. What's so exciting about Samantha? You know what I will say? I Here's why I like it. Yeah. You we don't need that many just like white American girl dolls. But yeah, I agree. why of all of them did they pick Samantha to keep cuz all she has is rich parents. I think mm-hmm. that's her whole storyline. Why Molly is like a great depression baby, right? Molly is World War 2. Oh, okay, yeah. Her papa is in the war. She is collecting tin, if I recall correctly. She wears a sash. She's in charge of fundraising. She she wears an outfit that I want to wear every day. She's like neighborhood patrol or something like that, right? It's like, I don't really know. I don't mm-hmm. really know. Oh, okay. I see. Rebecca, a new doll. From 1914, Rebecca is a Jewish doll. That's fun. I cool. I did just type in 
Jewish into the search in American Girl Doll. Yeah. Com. And there she is. Oh, well, well, well. Somebody has a brass bed, just like Felicity. <sighs> mm. Wow. Buy, do they have the technology yet to let me buy adult size American Girl doll clothes, or where are we at with that? Oh, my God. Somebody does need to invent that. Let's see. I don't want doll clothing. I want adult woman clothing. I don't want girl clothing either. Ugh. Wow. No, I want... Dress like your dolls. Dress like your dolls. Here we go. Matching girl and doll sets. I am going to get these and just get them tailored. No, they're way too small. (laughs) (laughs) They're way too small. Okay, these aren't even what I want. These are pajamas. Is this a fucking joke? This is a joke to them. I want to dress like Molly. This is... Okay, I'm I'm reading her personality and facts right now, and mm-hmm. I know that this is a lot of why this is the one. This was the doll for me. She is not very good at math, dislikes mm-hmm. turnips, and is afraid to swim underwater. Except for that, I do love swimming. That does sound she like struggles you. with her looks later in the series as she wants to look different with curls. Let me tell wow. you something. Growing up, I put curlers in my hair every night. Then I had a special 20 minutes in the morning where I had luscious curls before they would go straight like sticks. It says literally right here, Molly often believes her hair to be straight sticks compared to her teacher. This was very true to my life. She's a great tap dancer. So was I until I was kicked out for not following the rules. Molly, I told you about that, right? Kicked out of tap dancing. I was kicked out of dance in general, ballet, mm. tap. As soon as the music music was on, I went full freestyle every time. I just wouldn't learn. I wouldn't I wouldn't stick to, to I the thought rules. it was cool. I'm gonna say I feel that Molly is a queer icon. <laughs> That's a one million percent true. <laughs> yeah. Why don't they make ugh it's hard to search it's hard to do a search for adult American girl doll clothing because well the Molly outfit we can just like find the pieces I'm gonna have to commission a tailor okay none of these are right (laughs) okay none of them are correct I just want them in my size I don't want them for the doll um I feel like I don't even know Felicity's story let's see I know that she had a dress made out of curtain material, mm-hmm. a yeah, low ponytail. She... Oh, big low ponytail. And Felicity Merriman. She. Ba, 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 ba. What's her story? What's her deal? While we're finding this out, welcome to this podcast. It's oh, somehow welcome. not about American Girl dolls, it's uh, about ghosts, wish. spirits. The afterlife, the underworld, the astral plane. Oh, yeah. Different kinds of ways to exist. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which. Space and time. Robin and I are both watching WandaVision and it's. It's fun. It's fun. It's really fun. It's very fun. Wait. Okay. I found some Felicity stuff. She's a Revolutionary War gal. Fun. She is tomboyish, daring, adventurous, spunky, brave, and fiercely independent-minded. 
She's active for a girl her age in her era. Blah, 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 blah. She believes in fighting for what she wants and can be quite stubborn. Um, let's see. She's constantly fussed at for not being very ladylike. I mean, like, I don't know if this really describes me, but maybe as a kid, I was, I was like really kind of shitty as a kid and like fought a lot. So yeah, it could be. I also think like a lot of people, I've asked a lot of people, like, what was your American girl and why? And Mm -hmm. a lot of people picked girls that were like aspirational like yeah. oh I, I like her I want to be like her I did yeah. pick the one that I was like this is me I don't know if I picked Felicity I think I was gifted her mm. and I definitely loved her and like brushed her hair quite a bit mm. but you know you know to be to be frank my real doll growing up was I Madame Alexander Dorothy doll Oh, yeah. Classic. And, um, yeah, this was the one, uh, you know, listeners, I'm not, I don't know how to tell you this, but I do have a doll collection. It was started for <laughs> me when I was a child, so it was against my wishes. Uh, there's a lot of Madame Alexanders. But this one I was allowed to play with. This was, like, the one that I could, like, do whatever I wanted. And boy, did I. <laughs> boy, did I. That doll is... Yeah, what did you guys get up to? Oh, all kinds of things. She had a little red house that she lived in, and the house was just the case that she she came in. Mm. She had all kinds of little tiny shoes and frills. That's fun. And, well, her eyes, you know, moved up and down like a doll's would. Wow. I did. I did brush her little hair often. I love that doll. I do still have her. She's somewhere. Aww. Yeah, and I have a I have a Glinda the Good Witch and a Wicked Witch of the West. Beautiful. Those were forbidden. I couldn't play with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only for I mean, those are the nice ones. Yeah. Um, I had a um my customizable American Girl doll because you know you could make the ones look like you. Um, I had one of those that I. It turns out I gave a stick and poke dolphin ankle tattoo to. Amazing. Um, and I like cut her hair and painted her nails. And my friend Lauren found it because I guess I must have left it at her house in like middle school. And she mailed it back to my parents' house. So she's there. She's she's come home at last. Wow. It's also really funny that you just forgot about that doll. I know. Can you imagine one day being like, I'm playing with my doll. I don't care, I guess, after this day, if I ever see the doll again. That happened to all of us in every doll. I know. It's weird that one day, that was the last day you decided to play with the doll. Yeah. Sad. That's really sad. It's very sad. I don't like to even think about that. That's why you have to kiss all of your dolls every night and tell them I'll never stop being your friend. Yeah. Even if you're lying. And you are. Well, they'll know if you're lying. You are lying. You will. You could make a commitment in front of God and the dolls to love and play with them forever. If you wanted to. It could be your whole life from then on. Playing with the dolls. I'm upset thinking about that. 
I'm upset thinking about that, and I'm gonna say we should move on from doll talk because okay. this is a deep cave of wonders we could go down. But I'm not ready. Okay. Well, speaking of, I think you have a a fun spooky thing that did you I got go first this last week. Time or did you go first last time? I think you went first, but I was saying that you have acquired a cutie find. Oh no. Sorry. <laughs> I saw that happen. <laughs> My cat. I can't believe I also just said Oh no. <laughs> your final words before your computer shatters on the ground. I'm oh sorry, no. I'm so tickled. Oh no. <laughs> I love discovering what you would say in a situation. <sighs> Like when you think there's like <laughs> thinking that there's like an intruder or a ghost in your house and being like, get out. <laughs> oh my um, God. Speaking of which, yes, I had a, a haunting of my own making this weekend. I heard a, a beeping in my home and oh, of yeah. course I took down all of the smoke detectors, take, take, took the batteries out and everything and the beeping would not stop. And it was coming from my basement. And I went down there and I was trying to identify the beep and I knew where it was, but it like, nothing was there. Yeah. So it took me like an hour and a half before I realized that there was a box against the wall sealed Mm -hmm. from my move. And I, I opened it. And it was all just like weird supplies. And then the very bottom of it was a carbon monoxide detector that I hadn't taken the battery out of. And it wasn't saying like, beep, 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 there's carbon monoxide. Yeah. It was just saying this battery is low. Oh my God. But for, I was like, the beep is in the wall. The beep is a bomb. There were so many emotions I went through and it, it did drive me insane. This was like late at night. Oh yeah. Couldn't that find stuff- the beep make you feel crazy yeah i did though find the beep and i did replace the battery and i i am clear clear of co nothing to worry about here but um yeah that was a special haunting all of its own that does remind me i never told the pod about this yet but over the summer zach and i were staying at our friend's house while they were away it was very late at night, maybe like 2.30 or 3 in the morning, and I took a shower, and the loudest alarm I've ever heard in my life went off. It scared me so much that I ran through the house screaming, and we went to every smoke alarm and other alarm that we could find and checked them and couldn't figure out what it was. And at one point, we were like, okay, maybe it was an intruder. So our solution was to pick up knives from the kitchen mm-hmm. and walk through the entire house looking for an intruder holding knives. And then we were like, let's just barricade ourselves in our room until morning. And we'll drive back. And finally I was like, hey, why don't I call the fire department? <laughs> and yep. they came and immediately they were like, the steam from the shower went into a smoke alarm near the bathroom that I hadn't seen, but it was connected to like every other smoke alarm in on that floor. So mm-hmm. when it went off, three rooms like made an alarm sound at the same time, which wow. was like so, why it was so loud and it was hard to tell where it was coming from. 
anyway, <laughs> it was great. And um, yeah, it was a real time. But <sighs> like being like, what is this alarm? What a feeling, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's you definitely feel also like I, I, I was like, my senses are more alert than ever. I'll rely mm-hmm. on them. They're not good. Like in you that moment it, of being like, yeah, it took me like two hours and I'm, I'm not, I don't have hyper sense, but in the moment of trying to discover a mystery like that, you're like, yeah, I alone possess a keen sense of hearing. Yeah. And I will be able to identify this mystery, but I, uh, you know, I, it gets I almost couldn't do it. It gets harder when there are alarms scattered around and it's basically you have to figure out which one is the real one yeah yeah Um, that's that's for sure that's for sure yeah well i've set up an alert now that i'm replacing the batteries every year regardless of whether or not i need to and um, that's just what's up that's what's that's what's gonna happen that sounds pretty tight i love it yeah well well well. that haunted beep really got me though i will say yeah that is scary Especially in the basement. Mm, mm. Too scary. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, um, mm, mm. So I think I went second last time, so I have a spooky thing for you. I would love to hear it. Okay, here we go. Now I wrote these, uh, wrote these notes up in a bit of a hurry. Not a hurry, but in like a frenzy, I would say. So they might be a little bit all over the place. Don't worry. I'm excited to talk about this subject nonetheless. Made of linoleum and asphalt crack sealant, Toynbee tiles are license plate sized, colorful mosaics, which have been seen in about two dozen major American cities since the 1980s. Their origin and purpose are a mystery. Have you ever heard of these? What? Toynbee? Toynbee? Toynbee tiles? Mm-hmm. No, I've never heard of this. Oh, they're weird. I think you're going to like them. I'm skewed. So picture this. You're strolling down the street. You're on 23rd Street, say. Okay. And you see something that looks like maybe a sticker in the middle of the road. But as you approach it, it says some weird stuff on it. As you begin to read it, it says... Toynbee idea in movie 2001, Resurrect Dead on Planet Jupiter. (laughs) So that's a Toynbee tile. That's the classic, that's what they say. And there are dozens of those all over the world. What? Um, Originally discovered in Philadelphia, they've also been documented, like I said, around the world in cities like Cleveland, Chicago, Boston, Washington, D.C. There's one in New Haven, there are a ton all over New York. There's one in South America. They're everywhere. Um, and they're still appearing in cities. So they've been popping up for 30 years. Um, and somebody's been installing them this whole time. Wow. Yeah. And like I said, most of them say Toynbee Idea in Movie 2001, Resurrect Dead on Planet Jupiter. But that's not like the only thing that they say they have more messages um one of them says and this is like scrawled into it like it's cut into it with an exacto knife because they're cutting like out linoleum i think 
So it's like this really scrawled, weird, geometric handwriting. Um, one of them says, as media, USSR, and fronts are against it. I don't know. Another says, one man versus American media in society. One That's says, our old president. Yeah, I know, really. When I read that one, I was like, oh boy, that's too close. Mm. Um, One says, bring me the hands of all, the black gloves of the proletariat in society, slanderous journalists. I don't like that. I don't like these tiles. I don't like that. Um, Some of them have little notes alongside their main messages, like just like scribbled on the side. Uh, one says, now Galileo's cult of the Hellion is now searching for super hell, hell beyond hell, as Toynbee says, more than one hell, to get more reward. Who is Toynbee? What is oh, it? I, I will tell you. Um, one of them says, I'm only one man, and when I caught a fatal disease, they gloated over its death. Uh, one says, that's when I begged them not to destroy it. Thank you and goodbye. So they're just like ramblings, basically. Wow. But there this, is there's gotta meaning. be some kind of religious group that, that worships these tiles. Yeah. Well there there is a meaning that people are pretty that people are pretty sure they figured out what this person means. Okay. Um so resurrect dead on planet Jupiter, Toynbee idea could mean a few things. First, there's a Ray Bradbury story called Toynbee Convector about a time traveler who returns to the present to inspire his contemporaries to build a future for themselves, which I've never read. Sounds interesting. Um, Then, uh, and this is the more likely one, there's Arnold Toynbee, a 20th century British historian and philosopher who suggests in an obscure passage that he thinks it's scientifically possible to bring the dead back to life someday. Um, That combined with the classic Stanley Kubrick film, 2001, in which they're in space. I think they are on Jupiter and the guy dies and then wakes up in the weird room. Mm. Um, You know, there's that whole resurrection thing. So Toynbee and apparently the guy the person who's making these tiles believes that the afterlife can be man-made by simply reconnecting and rebuilding the molecules that make up the human body in space so that's a it's a bit of an abstract concept but the idea is basically like step one go to space step two colonize jupiter step three question mark step four figure out a way to resurrect all of mankind's people who have ever died by getting the molecules back together i don't really know it's upsetting <laughs> i don't it is like upsetting. it it's confusing just just let them rest i know let them rest they don't they don't you know, they didn't they, ask for that they don't need it um so the real question like aside from the meaning obviously which i'm pretty sure that is the meaning um that's the what okay but then what's the intention well that's a bit up in the air so like it it kind of ties into who actually placed the tiles um and there is a team of investigators 
uh, Colin Smith, Justin Dewar, and Steve Wynick searched for the answer to who was doing this in a documentary they made in 2011 called Resurrect Dead, The Mystery of the Toynbee Tiles. Um, and they researched this for six years before wow. they had the movie put together. I would um, probably, was there like a fourth one that like went insane and lost his yeah, mind and he's just probably. not involved? Or he like was like, I'm converted. I am also yeah. leaving tiles now. Don't question the Toynbee. <laughs> Don't question the tiles. They mm-hmm. know it. So they obviously hit many dead ends in their search for answers. And they started getting clues from websites, letters, and ordinary people who were also super curious about the tiles. They ended up having three strong leads. A 1983 Philadelphia Inquirer article a David Mamet play titled 4AM and a Philadelphia home address. The Philadelphia home address was actually on a tile that was left in South America. They put an actual Philly address. The David Mamet play, I read the portion of it that this is referring to and it is like which came first like the tiles or that part of the play because Mm. in the play it's like the scene is somebody's calling into a radio station and they're talking about this same idea um so that was like i i don't know which one came first um the inquirer article i think was sent in like somebody sent in info about this or somebody wrote in proposing this idea so there are these like little bits and pieces that like that aren't a huge help because they still don't really know uh what they all mean together um but all three connected to the philosopher arnold toynbee's idea of resurrection stanley kubrick's 2001 a space odyssey and they all led these investigators to one man named severino sevi verna Hmm. who is the main suspect behind the tiles can i just say i don't like it when people name their kids like the two last the first and last names are too close together to each other severino verna wait what's his first name severino and then what's his last name verna okay i heard it as severino seververna Oh, yeah. No, his nickname is Sevi. Sorry. Severino. Sevi. Oh, okay. Because in my mind, someone was like, I'm Mr. Severino. Or I'm Mr. Sevi Verna, and I name my son Severino. Yeah. <laughs> that no, that's too much. to do. That is too much. I, I stand by what I said. I hate it when people do that. Yeah, I don't like it either. No. It's a little, it's like. Gross. Change it up. Um. So, supposedly, Verna was obsessed and afraid with death uh when he was a kid he would take dead pigeons and cover them in cement and put them in a bucket why because he had uh he did it in the hopes of preserving and eventually resurrecting the birds yeah um it was That's an obsession not gonna do it cement no. is too porous my friend he i mean he probably learned the hard way yeah but this was an obsession that carried him throughout his whole life he would desperately, as an adult, try to contact the media to share his various ideas for creating eternal life in space. 
Wow. And the media would laugh at him, leaving him embarrassed and bitter. And so the tiles were his way to share his message directly with the world. Um, That's some publishing. I mean, it worked. People definitely saw them. They saw them. I don't know if it worked. Well, sure. They saw them. It got the word out. It did. did. Not in the right way. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You can tell in the tiles that he hates journalists. Um, Such cryptic messages like murder every journalist, I beg you, appear in some of the tiles. (laughs) Yeah. What could it mean? I don't know. Um, the anti-media sentiment is strong in many of the later tiles as like he became a figure of more and more ridicule in, you know, every server, I would imagine. The team of guys I mentioned who were investigating for this documentary sent many letters to him, um, trying to like talk to him, like, you know, they were making a movie about this, but none of them ever got any sort of response. Um, All that being said, there is another suspect in placing the tiles. Um, And these two guys don't know each other. This is a man named James Marasco who created a group called the Minority Association, which was a group that hoped to be able to colonize Jupiter by resurrecting dead people there. I don't know how one more than one person would come up with this idea. You gotta connect those guys. But it's very weird. I know. They would be best friends. Yeah. And together they could probably do a lot. We could probably figure it out. Marasco, and they both live in Philly. What? Because, like, the tiles started in Philly, so that's why they're both suspects. But, like, these two guys are very much on the same wavelength. They should definitely be hanging out. Wow. Um, Also, where there's two, there's more. I know. You would think. Um, Marasco was a social worker in Philly. He would contact newspapers and talk shows with, uh, to try and discuss his hopes to colonize Jupiter with the dead people of earth and said that he came across the idea in the book by Arnold J. Toynbee. Um, but nothing was ever proven about which man was responsible. Wow. But either way, fans and followers believe that the typical tiles are created by one person that they're, sim- they're being laid simply by being tossed out of a hole in the floorboard of a car because nobody has ever actually seen somebody like run up to the street, like put one of these in the cement and run away. So people think that this wow. has to be like they're dropping it out of their car, um, which also explains some of them are in really weird parts of the street where it like wouldn't huh. seem like you would want to put a flat tile there um yeah so that is a theory about how they're getting placed and guess what like even though they think it might be that guy or that other guy it's still a mystery wow you can go see tiles in your town probably you don't know if maybe there's copycat tiles happening there are there are for sure there's actually on toynbeeidea.com which i believe is the official website there's a whole thing about copycat ones. And I, I think that they welcome them because a lot of the original yeah, tiles, the message out. a lot of the original tiles, he's saying the little scrawled messages on the side say like instructions for making your own tiles because he says it's the only way to communicate this without the feds stepping in. So he wow. like, leaves messages being like, 
get glue and linoleum, I make your this. own tiles, leave tiles around. So there are many tiles out there. That I will say made. this is, uh, you know, the American ingenuity. There, you can be crazy as long as you do it smart. Yeah. Okay? And you can do any thought you want as long as mm-hmm. no one gets hurt. And bringing yeah. people back to life is the opposite of hurt. Well, That's maybe. That's true. Well, Physical maybe. hurt. We don't, don't really journalists. know. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. The, except for the journalist part. Yeah. This is also very close to my plan of creating um, the lore in my town of the Troll Scrolls. Now, Ooh. I don't know... I'm sure I've talked about it on the pod before, but I am going to invent something called a troll scroll and hide them in the woods behind my house for the teenagers to find. Mm-hmm. And um, I am going to have to come up with something kind of like a, a, tile, a tile dash so that I'm not caught in the act of scrolling, you know? Well, I mean, what would you, what would the, what would the woodland equivalent of a tile be? It's a scroll of paper. That's all I know. It's that, but in but I can't just like tuck in. How will you display it? Yeah. I, honestly, arrows. I'm gonna have to get a bow and arrow. I'm gonna have to get a bow and arrow <laughs> and shoot one right against the, the tree. Yeah, wrap the scroll around it. Shoot it into the woods. Do the teens have a set schedule so like you can kind of like scramble down there? arrow one up before i mean like, like right after school right like usually i can i can do it in school hours but i do think that yeah. having a, a special arrow for me to just you know shoot them i think words. i mean if you could actually shoot them like if you can get it so that you're doing like target practice and then you then you could potentially shoot an arrow with the scroll on it while the teens are there that would like i might get in big trouble for past, that though. yeah you might you might that's trying to kill teens that's depending true. on how you look this at it this is true i could also train some kind of a squirrel to maybe come to me i give it the scroll okay in exchange for some kind of a nut and i okay squirrel where i want the scroll to be by throwing the nut are you in the feeling... direction <laughs> Are you feeling like that is easier than learning how to do the bow and arrow? Less dangerous to the teens. I guess that's true. Less dangerous to the teens. The other option, drones. Drones could definitely work. I think you could also... It's kind of not really the spirit of the troll scrolls, though. I know. Well, you could do... Okay, what if you did a thing where you you, you buried, you planted a pretty obvious hidden treasure so it would be like you know you hide like a a big jewel or something like that and the scroll is maybe in a bottle next to that like some kind of eye-catching treasure that a teen might be like what is that thing you know you know what i could do i know where they hang out because they leave their beers there could hide it in a fresh beer container i could leave beers no 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 no. that's illegal that's a bad illegal yeah. What I should do is leave seltzers. Yeah. And I'll say, I'll leave in the troll scroll, it'll say something about how they should be drinking seltzers also. Lead them yeah. on the path of, you know, right hand path magic instead of left hand. You know what you could also do? 
you what? could put and I wouldn't do this with the nice one that you have because you got a nice a nice dual house mm. but you could put like a mm. shitty little doll house there when you open the door it's got a troll scroll in it I have already put it on top of a in, um two bluebird houses that Ooh. I am going to put up yeah. um and oh my gosh there is actually already one in the woods. It is very high up on a tree. I would need to create some kind of pulley uh-huh. and, you know, put a scroll up there. But I think mm-hmm. that that's probably where I should put the scrolls. Do you think that they will, that they'll find it up there? Yeah, I'll make it like a giant scroll. Okay, okay. I was going to say, you could also have like something rain down from from the little house you know to get their attention like a glitter mm-hmm. or like a by you know an eco-friendly glitter obviously. that's true but that's something true. like that you know could be cool i don't know i'm thinking in the first troll scroll what i'll do is leave instructions like once you've read the troll scroll leave a nickel mm-hmm. on this rock <laughs> yep and then when I go and check, when there's a nickel, then I leave the second troll scroll. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you got to. that. Uh, yes. You got to keep them coming back for more. Yes. And I'll invent more lore as we go. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I got, I'll establish that the trolls love shiny coins and then I'll yeah. establish that the trolls like licorice or something. Yeah, that's fun. And then I'll, you know, as soon as I have the teens engaging, as soon as... Troll scrolls are on TikTok. That's when I know Ooh, I've got them. Yeah. You know what you could do also? Get one of those tiny doors that they sell on mm. Etsy. Fairy door. Yes. Plunk it on a tree and leave yes. a scroll there. That's a great idea. That's what I'm going to have to do. Could also figure out how to paste like a scroll onto a boulder or something like that. So it looks really old. Like an old, oh. old announcement of something. That's very fun. I could do I that. I don't know how that would work, but you could probably do it. Paper mache. Yeah, you could papier mache. Yeah, yeah. Eco-friendly. Yeah. Also, listeners, um, I'm planning on do th- on doing this on land that I own. So mm-hmm. I'm not... The teens I, are like, on her technically, land. Technically, I guess I could get in trouble for harassing teens. The teens are on your land. But also, like, they... And, and I welcome the teens. They can do whatever they want. The woods is theirs as, as, as well as mine. But for legal purposes, I obviously am not going to leave troll scrolls just willy-nilly. If you asked me last year if I would, I probably would have said yes. I'm just I too afraid could, now. I think you could. And I think... I think if you start Troll Scrolls within the next, like, month, think Gotta of the wait excitement for the, for the by... Land to thaw. Yeah, think of the excitement by Midsummer and then Halloween. Yeah. Surrounding oh, Troll Scrolls, man. people are going to be going crazy. Oh, man. Yeah, people oh, are going to really lose it for Troll Scrolls. All right, well, if any of you guys have any ideas for what I should put in the Scrolls, Legend of the Scrolls scroll lore if you have ideas Mm -hmm. for what the trolls should be like or you know what fanciful mysteries i should scroll inside the scrolls you should make the trolls ask for little gifts like obviously Mm. nothing that actually costs money but be like bring me 
like the biggest shiniest leaf you can find yeah stuff like that down the line i think i could be like i i need ten dollars i'm gonna <laughs> really love. need 150 dollars. i would love to just see mm-hmm. see how far i could take it and venmo me at troll scroll <laughs> well uh listeners you know, if 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 I'm in trouble down the line, you know it was this episode that started mm-hmm. it all. Or if you're famous down the line yeah. on TikTok for troll scrolls, if troll scrolls are trending on TikTok, you know who done it. You know who's done it. Yeah, and also you're. This is a pact of silence. You can't tell anybody that I am troll scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you should make a TikTok and have your username be troll scrolls and film film. Either yourself leaving troll scrolls or <laughs> film yourself leaving them and then like a far away zoom in on team <laughs> discovering troll scrolls. <laughs> Adding to this the fact that my next door neighbor literally hates me. <laughs> she would have you arrested for troll scrolls for sure. <laughs> Imagine you're calling the cops and being like, she's wandering into the woods pretending to be a troll. She's leaving leaving scrolls. She's leaving scrolls in the woods. First of all, there are teens in there. Second of all, (laughs) she doesn't even have treasure. She has no business being like, I don't know what she's talking about. Like, I'm just going on nature walks. She she's talking about mm-hmm. trolls, just gaslighting her into the next dimension. I love Being gaslighting somebody into trolls thinking trolls, trolls are real. <laughs> I'm choking on it. my happiness. I love it. There's also like a little creek with a covered bridge area that is a troll would live in. Trolls paradise. Oh. Wow. I'm 100% I'm doing this. So excited for Troll Scrolls. And you better believe once I'm vaccinated, I'm coming out there and I'm planting, I'm going to help yeah. plant Troll Scrolls. I'm going to sow the ground. Like, yeah. Like it's yeah. a harvest time. Yeah. One day in the night, we will go and we will put, you know, once it's escalated enough that like all of the teens are pilgrimaging down to the Troll Scrolls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to do some kind of grand gesture. But uh, yeah, this is this is I think my life's work, and um, it actually, it actually, uh, you know, it it kind of ties into my topic today. Does it? Kind of, in that it's nature mischief. Okay. And today I will be covering Pan, the god of the wild. Oh, I love him. Well, you might feel differently after today. Oh, okay. Because I was also like Pan. That's my boy. He's a satyr. I love Pan. And I think I still do, but who among us doesn't have flaws? That's what I'll that's okay. that's what I'll say. That's what I'll say. Yeah, that's fine. So everybody, Pan in Greek mythology is a deity. He's uh I'll say he's a minor god. So we've got the major gods, and we got the minor gods. The minor gods uh oversaw human events and engaged in dramas of their own, right? <laughs> so and boy does he love drama. Oh, I love that. The Roman version of this boy is Faunus, um, but we're doing Pan today. Yeah. So it's it's pretty hard to tell what where he actually came from. People think that his father was Hermes and his, his mom was a nymph, but there's also like a funny rumor that he yeah. was the product of an orgy of Odysseus's wife, Penelope, and her suitors. Oh, shit. Um, there's also like 
Some say he's the son of Zeus or the son of Penelope, like I said. Uh, the story of his birth says that his mother was so distressed by his unusual appearance that she ran away, but he was taken to Mount Olympus where he became a favorite of the gods. You love to hear that. You do love to hear a fun tale of an or a fun favorited orphan. Did he become a favorite just because he had a great personality? Yes. That's fun. Yes. It certainly wasn't his looks. Oh, come on now. Listen, that's not coming from me. That's coming from myth. Yeah, right? that's fair. That's fair. He is considered to be one of the oldest of Greek gods. Cool. He is associated with nature, wooded areas, pasture lands, from which his name is derived. The worship of, worship of Pan began in rustic areas far from the populated city centers, and therefore he did not have any large temples built okay. to worship him. Rather, and this is sick, worship of Pan centered in nature, often in caves and grottos. So cool. Which I love. And that yeah. is a troll scroll center. That is a troll scroll center. Yes. Wait, okay, when we get really, re when we really go to town on troll scrolls, I do think maybe we should put on little pan legs yep. and sneak around the woods. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be a whole ritual in and of itself. Yeah. This is going to be the kind of thing we do as a joke, and then we, it becomes our whole <laughs> becomes our real. Whole life. Becomes it becomes our whole personality. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. God, for sure, going to happen that way. I, uh, I welcome it. Yeah. What else are we fucking doing? Caves. especially, were often associated with worship of of pan, notably the ooh. Corky Keon? That can't be real. That sounds Cork right. <laughs> no, I think you nailed it the first go. Corky Keon. <laughs> it's K-O-R-K-Y-K-E-I-O-N. I Corky already Keon. No, I that, nothing it of it makes sense. Cave Corky Keon? Of, um, <laughs> Corky Keon. Corky Keon. Corky Romano. Corky St. Clair. There we go. Uh, on the slopes of Mount Parnassus, which was um, dedicated to the worship of both Pan and the nymphs. So Pan and nymphs kind of go together also. Another cave uses a point of worship um, were the very caves in Attica. So like I said, ruled over nature and pasture lands, over shepherds, hunters, and rustic music. So hunters also, and I think I mentioned this later, will worship Artemis, but they also did, you know, heavily thank Pan. Yeah. He was believed to dwell in the mountains and forests of Greece, specifically, um, actually, I have a note on it later, so I'll get to that. Okay. Uh, he's considered to be, oh, I just lost my place, the patron of shepherds, hence one of his attributes is a lagabolon. Wait, what is a lagabolon? A hair trap, or it's a hunter stick for striking hairs. So it's kind of like, picture kind of like a boomerang, but a little bit longer, but it has like a curve to it. Okay. It's a stick, and it's for for hitting rabbits. And I don't know why. Wow. It's the way it is, or why that's how you hurt Just a rabbit. Yeah, but he is, he is uh, depicted, I'll get into depictions of Pam, but I have seen some statues of him just with his freaking- oh, interesting. And shepherds in particular sacrificed to Pan, usually kids, not children, oh, cloven kids, goats, 
sheep. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or offered small herdsmen statues made of clay as votive offerings, which I is like less that. violent. Um, other typical offerings to Pan included vases, lamps, and grasshoppers made of gold. I mean, that sounds lovely. That's it's the most valuable one of all of them. It's very specific. I love yeah. it. I also like it a lot. Along with Artemis, like I said, uh, held in high esteem by hunters, and his realm was seen as that of small game. So wild birds, rabbits, that kind of um, thing. Yeah. Um, Pan was particularly associated with Delphi and Athens, where a cult of the gods was established, which included uh, castrated goat sacrifices and torch races. Jeez. According to myth um, told by Herodotus, this cult was established in return for Pan's assistant to the Athenians at the Battle of Marathon. I'm actually going to get into that later, though. Ooh, okay. This is a very, very fun story. Um, he was the patron god of Arcadia, which is a region, a regional unit in France. So I think it's like, maybe, maybe not like hard lines, but it's an area of Greece. Yeah. Um, part of Peloponnese. Arcadia. Um, okay, blah, 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 blah. All right. So what does Pan look like? The bottom mm -hmm. half of his body was like a goat. Full goat. It's got, got those backward legs, hooves, backwards legs, hairs, furs, a little baby tail. Aww. All right, but it's human size. Uh, where is he? And the top half of his body being like regular other men. However, yeah, he's depicted often with horns on his head, and usually like goat ears as well. Mm. And he usually has, according to GreekGodsAndGoddesses.net, Britannica.com, and Ancient.eu slash Pan. Wow. Uh, he's ugly in the face. Oh. <laughs> but, you so know, he's not like a hot Mr. Tumnus? No, he's, yeah. he's definitely not whoever the hell that actor is, Mr. Tumnus. Um, powers. Enormous strength. He could also run for long periods of time. It was impervious to injury. Probably because cool. he had those goat legs. Yeah. He could probably do the thing, too, where, like, mountain goats can just, like, basically climb a mountain that's perfectly like this. Yep. Vertical. Because I'm doing my hands, like, a perfect line up into the You think the that they should be tumbling down, but they, no. they know how to balance. It's basically flying. I don't He could it. transform objects into different forms. I that's love. That's cool. I would love to be able to do that. Yes. And was able to teleport himself from Earth to Mount Olympus and back. Great. I yeah. mean... That's like a superhero, for sure. I love him. Also, I do like the idea of him being like, Earth, Mount Olympus. <laughs> Just I know, it's funny to be to able go. to only like go to Mount Olympus. You can't go to another yeah. spot on Earth. <laughs> it's like only having one phone number. And it's your house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is depicted as very shrewd with a wonderful sense of humor. Oh, I love. I know. So he's also associated with music. So there's a Greek myth that Pan fell in love with the nymph Syrinx, daughter of Ladon, the river god. Fleeing his attentions, he never 
it's unrequited love all the way through for Pan. Oh, so sad. Uh, Syrinx pleaded with Zeus to save her. This is also usually what happens in the myths, is that a woman is running away, and she's like, oh, God, God, please transform me into something. Save me from Pan. No. While he's like, here I come, my little goat legs. Um, So Zeus heard her and turned her into reeds, like river reeds. Enraged, Pan smashed the reeds into pieces. <gasps> But on reflection, he was struck with remorse and wept and kissed the broken reeds, all that remained of his beloved. As he kissed the reeds, he discovered that his breath could create sound from them, and so he made the musical instrument that would carry the lost nymph's name, a syrinx or a pan flute. (gasps) Wow. Okay, okay. Right? So you'll see him coming together, you know, that like, you know, right angle triangle flute where you do this like this. Yeah. Oh, I know it. Yeah. Just like a Peter Pan, like a Peter Pan flute. That's right. Um, Also, I know that Pan may now enter into the world of the Pied Piper slash St. Patrick (gasps) for you because he's a flautist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that did cross my mind. Is he leading? Is he leading anything? Well, well, I'll let you decide. I'll let you decide as we as we continue through Ooh, this. I love yeah. to see all my boys together. I know, very very fun group. Other female figures who basically were uh, harassed by Pan were the nymphs Echo and Pities, Pytus. I don't know, and also Celine, mm-hmm. the personification of the moon. You can't blame Pan. I mean, you can blame him for being an asshole, but he just wants to be loved. Mm. Finally, in some myths, he also had um, amorous intentions towards Aphrodite, but I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah, it's it's hard. Exactly right. True to his contrary nature, Pan's myths are full of conquests and dalliances, but are void of longtime partners. (laughs) So sad. Although Pan represents instant gratification and living in the moment. Hell yeah. To the ancient Greeks, he was repre- he also represented the price of such abandon, so, which is often heartbreak and regret and loneliness. Aww. I know. Say Unlike it. many other depictions of the male gods, this is where it gets kind of weird. So I don't know if you've, you've looked at a lot of Greek statues in your life, probably just like by accident at museums. You'll notice that the ones that still have their wings, their their smallies. You'll yeah, probably little, notice this. This little, is little for a reason, and I I can't believe this is real. I'll just say this: I need to know. Unlike all of those statues, <laughs> Pan is depicted with a huge dong. And it's, like, fully erect most of the time. Why? Well, I I almost didn't believe this to hear it, but then I did, unfortunately, Google image search. And, yeah, it's definitely true. Wait, why? This is significant as in the ancient world, depictions of small penises were more culturally valued as large peens were associated with characteristics such as foolishness, lust and ugliness what so they'll give him in statues just like at 
an, an almost cartoonishly large dick. Yeah. Meanwhile, the ideal ancient Greek man was rational, intellectual, and authoritative as his small penis allowed him to remain coolly logical. Wow. Yeah, because he had a micropenis. That says more about those men's hormones raging than it does about, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So uh, Aristophanes summarizes this attitude in one of his plays, Clouds, where he writes, if you follow the practices of today, for a start, you will have a pale skin, small shoulders, a skinny chest, a big tongue, a small rump, and a big prick and a long-winded decree, which is such a dig. Um, Yeah, Aristophanes had, you know, I think a bone to pick with somebody. Sure. Uh, Yeah, so... They depict him with just like a huge dick. <laughs> like I don't get it. It's it's funnier to me though that they were like he's he's also kind of like painted as the the opposite, the foil of Apollo. Mm-hmm. And it is very funny for me to think of Apollo having like the smallest micro baby. The yeah. smallest tiny tiny. Mm-hmm. So Wow. So weird. So weird. I have never clocked that at a museum, but maybe I mean maybe I, I haven't seen a statue of him. I wasn't like looking right at that part of the statue. It was only when I read this article that I was like, oh yeah, I guess that like kind of is sort of true. But it's wild that it was a choice. Yeah, it is definitely like And it and it also was like intended to mean something. Yeah. Like as you see from this extremely small dick. This is a genius. It's, I, I, I get the reasoning behind it, but they, there couldn't have been a, a different signifier instead. I don't know. Yeah. I guess the implication is like, you know, the fool does like whatever he wants because he's just guided by like lust and whatever. So it makes sense, but it's still like, couldn't we like, I don't know. Yeah. Just make them look normal? Make them all look normal? Everything is normal. People come in all shapes and sorts. Oh, yeah, but I mean, but like, I just will have, say, like, a, instead yeah, of just the, like the length system to signify. <laughs> yeah, it's, it truly is meaningless. I don't know. It's so weird. Uh, but it's there. That, that's history for you. I love it. That's history for you, right? So... Here's another tale I'll, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Pan gave humans the word panic. Oh, wow. I'm familiar with that one. Yes, I do it often. Yeah. One story involving Pan is the tale of war, in which Pan helps his friend survive a vicious struggle by letting out an immense cry that frightened the enemy and causes him to run away. So from this story, we That's get the cool. word panic, the sudden uncontrollable it. fear that leads people into irrational behavior. Sounds about and right. And I also do love the idea of like, uh, here's just another, I guess, like explanation of, of the story. Let's see. He was on the reverse side of coins minted in the Arcadian League when he became associated with the panic thing among soldiers in the heat of battle for this reason 
blah, 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 blah. I love the idea of like a, a little goat man being just truly, it says here, letting out an immense cry that frightened the enemy. So being like, ah! Yeah, and then like, they ah! freak out to the well, point that they can't yeah. win battles anymore. <laughs> goat <laughs> goat screams are loud. That's true. If I did hear it extremely loud, like, ah! I would like, lose it. Ah! Like, yeah. Google a goat scream. They're really, really loud and creepy. Yeah, and if it was a man, a half goatman, mm-hmm. like just arrived and screamed, I, I would. Be. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. I wouldn't be able to do war. Yeah. No, I would. I would. I would definitely retreat. Take the day off war. Yeah, because that's only he's just showing what he can do with his yell. Imagine mm-hmm. what he can do with everything else. Modern worship in the 1800s, interest in the mythological figure of Pan revived. And communities organized festivals in which Pan was the central figure. This is like in the dawn of spiritualism and stuff. Yeah. Pan, like, spiritualism and also like hypersexual nature things. Uh, Aleister Crowley led like a whole like Pan event, basically like a meetup. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Crowley. I think he's a chump. Yeah. I don't, I don't like, I don't love him. No. No. He's really dumb and dumb. It's also funny to, I, I mean, like, I, I think Pan's cool, but I also think it's funny to worship him. It's very funny to me. Unless to you're him. like, I love nature and I'm like, a you know, like worshiping the druid-y parts of him. Yeah, but it's like, if you love nature, first of all, that's a, that's not a boy god. Come yeah, that's on. true. That is true. Yeah. Good point. I do <laughs> like the idea of being friends with him. Yeah, he seems cool. Like, well, I definitely am not going to kneel at the altar of him. But if no. he's around, I'll be like, oh, hey. Yeah. I feel like hey. it would be fun to see around. I mean, yeah. he might be a little needy, it sounds like. If I could just invite him to, like, a once-monthly party, I'm yeah. like, bring your pan flute. Yes, yes. You know, we're going to do a bonfire. Party's we're going to do some great. music. Mm-hmm. You know, drink some grog. Do some troll scrolls. Do some scrolls together. Every mm. like, don't hit on anyone, Pan. Please don't. Please. Um. Yeah, I do want to also share one of these articles. Just says, like a shepherd, he was a piper and he rested at noon. I don't know what that's about. Sounds to me like he's fitting right in with the boys. He is the lads. He is. He is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's it. That's I mean, Pan. There he is. Yeah. It seems like um, the version of Pan that I am picturing, which is Mr. Tumnus, is not, it, it's way more the kid-friendly version. Well, I think satyrs are just like different. Yeah. They're a fully different thing. Yeah. And I think that there's they're also like mischievous and stuff, but... Satyrs are also, I think, like, small. And I think Pan mm. is... I was going to say life-size. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the height of a man. Yeah. It is Taller. making me want to watch um, an animated Hercules movie. Because Danny DeVito yeah. is Pan in that, right? Um, I think... I don't know if that is Pan or if it's just, like, a, a little demon boy. Yeah, it could just be a little boy. Um, but still, I would rewatch it. I love that. I love like 
any kind of like god of the woods hmm. i think is really cool i gotta Maybe. agree yeah i i do i do need pan to learn what like consent is and like no means no yeah, yeah for sure um, and I think, like, if given the chance, maybe he would have come around to that and, like, at the very least been, like, I was wrong. And maybe apologize to all these all these people that he smashed into mm-hmm. reeds. But, yeah. um, you know, you know, it, it just seems like a fun yeah. teen orphan boy who just, like, cannot stop getting crushes. Yeah, charmed his way to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes me want to, you know, reminisce about the wild hunt more. Oh, yeah. 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 Same. For Someday. sure. Same. Someday we're gonna, we're gonna see it. Someday I'll see it and then I'll be gone. Be <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be then so- I'll be one of the skeletons up there. Wow. Mm. Ugh, oh, I just, I can't think about it too much because... It does feel to me like a Halloween party for the spirits, for them being like, I'm getting my saddle ready and I'll meet you at the third star at I think it is. midnight 30. I think it's just their night to cut loose. It's yeah. like everybody's out on the town. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And people being like, have you talked to Odin? Do you know what he's wearing? Do you know oh what steed God. he's going to be driving through the sky tonight? Ugh. God, I love it. I love it so much. Oh, oh Lord. Lord, 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 Lord Pan, Lord. Lord. Well, Lord. everybody, those are our, our guys today. Those are our guys A, today. On really, really fun real life science fiction. I yeah. love. I know. It's and very. Then just a horny goat like, god. Horny goat god. I wonder if we could do a day in the city where we can see them both because we can mm. definitely see the tiles. There's one on 23rd street that I wow. used to walk past near our office all the time. And uh, I wonder if there are statues of pan at like the Met that we could see just like, probably, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of like tiny little pans because of the offerings that they would make of him. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's any giant pans. But I will say probably if you leave out a little a little pan for troll scrolls, don't I won't give it a boner. I won't. I could never do that. I just I'll definitely make it like a tiny satyr boy. A, yeah. a cute little whatever. A little cutie. Yeah. Just a eventually cutie. you know that if if the troll scrolls go as I plan, I will I will have to like leave tiny clay trolls and be like, this is a representation of what I look like. Stop. You know what you should leave? You should leave like a locket with like a weird, like painting portrait of a, of a woman troll in it and be like, here I am. Or I'll leave a clay troll and be like, please plant this into the earth and water it with Mountain Dew. This was my son and he was turned to clay. Wow. I, I, I love him and I want him back. That's I I think that yes, but if you do that, you do have to fill the clay troll with seeds so it actually grows something. And yeah. that would be cool. Yeah. Okay. A chia troll. I'm gonna need to really start putting together a nest egg for troll squirrels because I can really see myself getting into debt the more and more 
you know, the, the deeper the scrolls go. Well, I think the more and more you get into it, the more you can ask for from the teens. That's true. So They'll the start more you to go fund me for the, the trolls, scrolls. Yeah, it's kind of like Scientology where every level you ask for a little bit more. I am starting a kind of religion with this. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, God damn it if it isn't my life's work. I think it's going to take off. Everybody, go ahead and um, send us your ideas for Troll Scrolls. That's the spirit oh, podcast at gmail.com. Um, but remember not to tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. Do Don't you, tell anybody. Do you have a, a tip for the listener Oh, this yeah. Week? I guess for me it would be um, if, if a nymph doesn't want anything to do with you, leave her alone. Yeah. And also that sometimes a temple is gauche. Just go mm. in the woods and find a grotto. Go in the go in a cave. Do a little do a little ritual in a cave. So much yeah. nicer. So much better. Yeah. Under for the sure. starlight. I have mm. to agree. Um, I guess my tip would be I mean, my tip would be if you're that guy who's making the scroll or the scrolls, the guy <laughs> who's making the tiles, like get in touch with somebody and let them know. We're all very curious. Yeah. I guess it would also be um, if you work at like a radio station or a newspaper, if somebody comes to you with this idea, maybe like just hear them out, hear what they have to say. I'm curious to get like a real quote from somebody who believes in this. Yeah. And um, if you are a journalist that somebody seeks out, just be kind because you never know who's going to um, take offense to true. you being like, yeah, right. Get away from me. Um, I also want to say we have a, we got an email from somebody last week yes. that I meant to read at the top of the pod, but I forgot. Um, this is from somebody named Steph who says they're glad to have us back. Thank you so much. Yay. Um, and that they thought of our podcast when they saw an article um, with the following excerpt. Um, and the article is called 52 Things I Learned in 2020. And this says doctors in a private hospital in Mexico City conducted a functional MRI scan on a patient while she underwent an exorcism in order to learn the possessor's strategy to take control of the mind. Afterwards, so many strange things happened to the 16-person team involved in the exorcism that they published a follow-up paper. What? Um, And they linked us to the follow-up, which I have not glanced at yet but i'm scared to read and i'm excited what i'm gonna forward this to both of us right now because i think we need to just check this out and read it i'm scared um i am a a widow scared too but you know what i love having mail um yeah Thank you so much for writing to us and friends. Thank please you. Write to us. We want to hear from you. Yeah, we definitely, definitely do. I do you think that did they have a picture of the MRI in this or no? Let's see. Oh my god. Um, initial report. Oh my god. They have they have pictures of the brain scan in the MRI. Oh god. Brains it's are really scary. Brains are almost as scary as space to me. Oh, yeah. I sometimes the two overlap. Yeah, I would say space is a giant brain. Wow, there is a a very scientific uh, 
report follow-up on this. And I am not wearing my glasses, so I can't really see it. And also, I I don't know if I can read all of it right now. But yeah, we should definitely read this and talk about it next time. Wow. All right. Well, Steph, thanks for the homework. This is um, this is amazing. Also, it's very <laughs> funny that you assume that we knew about this already. I know. I love being like, yeah. you probably already know. No. I mean, I There's am a lot that passes, our, passes over us. So There's send it to so us. That it's easy for some to fall yes. through the cracks, you know? Yes. yes Every day yes. there's a new crop of ghost news. Yeah. Um. So email us. That's the spirit podcast at gmail.com. Please do. You can tweet at us at spiritpod. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at that's the spirit podcast. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, we would just like, we would love to hear from you. We really would love it so much. We love you so much and we'll see you all in hell. We'll see you there friends. Bye. Bye.